process podcast episode 362 fantastic day yesterday i sent off the pdf or i didn't send off the pdf i sent in a quote request to uh whitby which is a screen printing house in hamilton and we're just waiting on them but they have replied uh the the accounts manager jasmine replied i just have to reply to her and then um get the file kickoff going and see i've included like i'm starting off including everything like the front the back the sleeves and a custom tag to at least see what that price point is and Mm -hmm. depending on how much that is might play around with where stuff lives and where stuff like what stays and what gets cut um budget wise and then like what garments we get how many sizes probably gonna do um half medium and ha- six medium four large one extra large and then one small just in case whoever i give it to mm. needs a whatever size but yeah that went off the other day and i'm very excited about it. it's gonna be cool that's exciting yeah it was actually taking the step of getting it printed that's I'm like i just gotta i just gotta send it out and then figure it out from there so <coughs> spent about uh, say three uh, two hours i've been able to spend two about two to three hours on it each night this week like after the pod to just get some solid progress towards it which is nice mm-hmm. um and i'm looking forward to it i'm happy with it and i'm I'm stoked and i love it and rebuilt oh, some of the vectors last night like rearranging rearranging some stuff rearranging some text um and adding my own like pithy stuff to it personally i think it's pretty genius because like why just call it a black and a white colorway it was like why not just call it white ink i'm just gonna i'm gonna find it i'm gonna create my own white colored name same thing with the black yeah. it's gonna be a secret but it's it's good it's good again it's more story right exactly because if it was like a funny name or a reference to if it was named after an animal from australia Fucking or right right Wallaby or like white um a, or a plant nice or, or if it's like if it's a alliteration as well like it adds more story of like a you the person designing it mm-hmm. and what you're like because that gives me a little insight into like this guy's got to be pretty funny <laughs> right <laughs> but then also and thoughtful yeah to think about something like this is this such small detail you know to think about it that much but then also about the brand right it's like okay this brand's got a bit of like a whimsical side to it yeah. which is that's why I get when you show me like the Gorn Bros stuff, right? With the hats. Yeah, there's a story behind it. Like if you it. had ones that's like, you know, it says dragon or whatever and or king or whatever, it's cool. But then when they have ones like cock. <laughs> yeah. And it's a rooster. You know, like all automatically, okay, these guys are cool. These guys. Like these... that's funny. Like this brand is whimsical. There's not not afraid to like play with it a little bit. Did know? I tell you about the hung Concept, the hung one the yeah hung. they call yes. it gray sweatpants yes. and it's a horse and the word is hung i'm like you gotta be kidding me and the fact that they have the cultural <laughs> or the social knowledge to call it gray sweatpants yep too that shows you 
that they yep. that they're like they're entrenched in they're listening to how people talk so to speak yeah it's more like uh it's more personal too it right because now you're not dealing with like a company you feel like wow that's something my like me and the boys would come up with yeah so like that automatically i think me and the people who own this company would get along and then all of a sudden that, that they've sold you right because mm-hmm. now you've now you're in yeah. right so it it just adds to it. I mean, personally, I can relate to being hung like a horse. So it's just, it's all, it's all, it's all fitting. It's all appropriate. You can relate. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I that's wish. why. I, yeah, I know it sucks. My sympathies. I can buy you the hat, and at least then you can like partially compensate. But mm. that's a road. You think I'm an asshole or something? <laughs> that's a road we don't need to go down, though. But uh, but yeah, that was my rant. Basically, that was your day. Uh, it was good. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't up to too much i've just been waiting to hear back because i have good news from possible job oh shit because like i i was saying before like i hadn't heard back and i messaged sean like beginning of the week and i was like rip still haven't heard back and he's like oh they're like i think they're like super busy i'll mention something to him on wednesday and then i was talking to sean and uh sean sent me a screenshot of him texting the boss mm-hmm. and he's like hey have you seen did you get like all Zach stuff and everything? And then they're like, yeah, we've just been like, the, had the busiest, shittiest January mm. at all with all the sickness stuff and with being just so oh, crammed yeah. busy and people working from home. He's like, I just haven't got around to replying to anyone yet. So I was like, okay, good. It's not just me. Yeah. I haven't heard back from it's, you know, it's whatever. And then um, I was like, okay, fucking cross fingers. And then later yesterday, that was yesterday. And then later yesterday, Sean sent me another screenshot of a conversation and it was, uh, boss saying to sean it was like um it's like if you talked to zach recently he's like yeah he's like feel free to let him know that we'll we're gonna get back to him very soon that's good that's really good so i was like i took that as either today which has been the case or tomorrow or early, early next week so i'm, I'm pumped. my bet is it's gonna be a monday thing personally i think it's gonna be a monday kind of does seem like a monday yeah. thing yeah that's good though that's good and here's a side tangent did you hear about sean's new job no guess well it's wait it's, did he easily no, no no he's not leaving i don't i don't he's I don't a new position it's, it's a part-time job that i think he's working oh. like he's doing doing the the double thing so to speak mm-hmm. guess i don't even know he's going back to humber oh really sean is the fuck i'm gonna totally fuck is it for cad no it's dude it's even better it's catching shit's even better um, bottle making. Bottle yeah, he's the. I'm trying to trying to pull up the LinkedIn thing here. Shit. Uh, yeah, I haven't been on LinkedIn. To be honest with you, is he helping the first years? Uh, I believe so. He is the concept. Holy shit. He's one of the instructors for concept model making. He's one of the. Holy. He's one of the instructors. Wait, concept model making. Concept model making. Is that like? Is that a new class? They just renamed something. I think that's like uh, the first year stuff, like the model making. Is ours called concept? Model? I think so. Oh, I, mean, I, I think guess it was. was. Yeah, I guess it was. IDSM fifteen or whatever it was. Wait, so he's like one of the. He's like a Dan and Tony now, so to speak. Yeah. He's basically like what Reese, where Reese was. Uh, yeah. Reese was technically a staff member, but he's not a, like a TA. Is kind of. In the way that Humber works, I think a TA could be a student because you're an assistant. But in this case, yeah. he's like 
where Reese was considered an instructor. Junior was considered an instructor. Peter was considered an instructor. Right. Sean is an instructor. Oh, that is so Whereas bad. when I was doing it, I was like the peer tutor. I was a TA. I was like off to the side kind of a thing. Blowing in the wind, so to speak. Right. Um, tumbleweeds. So, yeah. He's... That is he's, so rad. He's, work, oh he's back at ground zero. The kid's working at Hummer. That's the coolest fucking thing ever. That's so cool. Holy shit. So, I, I have to... I was texting Damn. him the other day, too, and I have to text him back, but... Um, sometime next week maybe we'll see if he's around in an evening i asked him what he was doing tomorrow on friday but he's he's visiting kaida because kaida's going back to bc so yes i was saying he's doing that how does everybody know that except us yeah because we talk to each other and that's about it that's true (laughs) echo chamber i'm also and either you're not on instagram and i am and then you're on linkedin and i'm not as much so it's like that's how it works isn't it that's that's exactly a combination we just miss out on stuff i suppose yeah that's okay nothing wrong with that it's okay it's yeah so big props to sean that's awesome holy shit and i'm gonna give him a hug yeah i'm gonna give him a big wet kiss bro give me the kiss and i I i'm curious to hear like what I want to get him on Ada so I can we can talk to him again and just catch up with him. But I'm I'm also curious like what it's like actually working working as a professional at the place that you went to school. What that what is that like? Yeah, that's gonna Holy be shit. Yeah, like Dude, strangely weird. It. Yeah. So him be calling the shots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and now I get to watch the kids panic and not be one of them. <laughs> you little fucker! Stop doing that. I can see him just dropping, <laughs> just dropping profanities everywhere. Oh. But at the same time, like when Sean is teaching someone or giving someone feedback or uh, use the term mentor, like mentoring someone mm-hmm. through a process, he explains that he's so great at just slowing down and explaining it to you in a way that makes you want to listen and pay attention like he's a great communicator yeah. in that sense fantastic yep. no you're totally right he's gonna be good at it and he's like such a stickler for details and has become such a stickler for details um mm-hmm. i'm i'm fucking proud as balls to say that i got yeah. to do spin master with <clears throat> that guy mm. makes me makes me feel super super proud of him to know that i got to work with him you know, mm-hmm. it's like having one of your friends become a celebrity or like a famous movie star yeah. and saying like, yeah, I used to know them. I knew them in school. We did. Projects. Yeah, I'm glad I we had we built a chair together. With oh, my God. Which reminds me of something I'm trying to say off air later. I got to remember okay. chairs. So, yeah, big props to Sean. Hopefully you have yeah. a job, which is going to mean you're going to have money. Hopefully that would be nice. more model shit yeah more poor shit more poor shit probably first but yes that was the model making stuff, <coughs> so it's though. not just so it's not just a mobile in the garage for the next thousand yeah years. i guess it can't go anywhere in the winter though no at the moment no we're kind of limited because it's like you can't really work no when not it's, when it's we've got cold. heaters in there but when it's still cold and you're messing with metal parts it's not fun yeah, the air, especially the air when, like, can be warm, but the metal is still going to be cold. It's <laughs> still going to be cold. And like, especially one of the next things I got to do is we have the gas tank out is clean 
underneath where the gas tank was oh, and right. behind it and everything. And I'm like, I don't want to get under there with like a sponge and be and deal with like being wet and freezing. So I'm like, yeah, like a recipe you know. for pneumonia. Exactly. So I'm gonna be like, that's like a warmer weather thing. So yeah, it's like a March, yeah. April maybe, depending on how. Yeah, it'd be nice if we get the job and to make a little bit of money, and this would be the time where we can't do a whole lot on the car. It'd be the time to order shit for the car. That's true. While we're waiting, and then when it comes in, then we can just do whatever with it. Dick around, shit. have have all sorts yeah. of fun. Yeah, that's dope. Though. Exactly. I mean, yeah, fingers crossed. I just hope that I'm kind of sick of winter now. To be honest, I'm done. I want it to be warm again. I'm over it. I'm telling you, like I say every every time, I'm like I just want it to be like October mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. I Occasionally have a day that you know reaches thirty degrees. Sure, yeah, I'm okay with that. Cool. But like for the majority of time, I want like fifth. I want like twenty to about twenty four degrees mm-hmm. average during the day, and then like or below, and then I want like. 15 degrees and i just want like mm-hmm. between like 15 and 25 and like either clear overcast rainy thunderstormy maybe a few humid days and that'd be my so basically any weather ideal. except snow yeah. yeah that's fair snow is nice if you're like going on like vacation somewhere because <laughs> you get to leave it going behind. for a trip because you get to leave it not when you have to live with it and drive through it and Oh, deal with yeah. it i mean i can't really complain because i don't go out anywhere and if i do it's once a week maybe right but it's the it's the idea of the cold that i'm not a fan of yeah you just be cheaper not to i was saying to izzy the other day i was like think about it, like you live in a place that doesn't snow mm-hmm. like like in california right where a lot of people go out to like buy cars because think if it doesn't snow you don't have to spend money on another set of tires and snow tires and mm-hmm. more rims for those tires to go on you don't have to worry about fucking antifreeze yeah right you don't have to worry about um oil spraying your car underneath because there's mm-hmm. no all no fucking snow and water all the time and salt or anything like that you don't have to worry about all the mess all the time you don't have to worry about Cold, warm clothes and it's like oh my god it'd be way better especially for cars true. it's like oh that's one thing i remember when uh i was at mason's house in australia and we were ta- we were taking the bus to go into the into the city for work that day and he was asking me about snow like what ha- what do we do when it when there's a lot of snow and we have to drive to work he said well like we have to drive to work you got two options either you don't go to work and this is obviously pre-covid so the work from home thing was definitely a lot less popular so it's either you you get up early you clear your car off you warm your car up and you drive to work and you got snow tires on or you wait till the snow plows clear the roads and like they've got no conception of a snow plow there like that just it doesn't exist big truck with a big spiky thing on the front big shovel in the front that just moves it out of the way giant curved blade that scrapes the road to push the snow onto the sidewalk and then the question is well what do you do with the snow on the sidewalk well then that also has there's a mini version 
this. And There's a smaller around. version of it that goes on sidewalks. <laughs> and then people out go out there with these snowblowers. What's a snowblower? Imagine like a like a lawnmower, but with like spinny blades on the front that moves the shoots the snow up. They're like, what? This sounds like Mad Max over there, but snow. Yeah. Kind and of then is. another truck will come along with that sprays dirt and salt. sand and salt everywhere. When you and describe I'm, it, I'm, with, it, I'm like, what the fuck? Without a visual, if you just have to describe it, it sounds mental. It does. It sounds it's ridiculous. Weird. Mason was like, oh, no, I'd never fucking drive in that. Forget it. Absolutely not. We're not doing yeah. that. No way. No way. I'm like, yeah, well, once once you do it once, you're you're kind of set for life. You yeah, don't need to do it again. kind of have to, unfortunately, but... unless you can work from home all the time. But Yeah, which I'm fortunate. I don't have to go into the yep. office at all. I kind of like, like I, I want to, but then I got to get up. It'd be nice if there's like more of a choice. Shower. It's like, you know, maybe once a week or once every two weeks or something. You're like, yeah, I'll go in and, you know, check out. It's nice to work somewhere outside of your own place and see other people mm-hmm. and be around in a new environment like that. But it'd also yeah. be nice that most of the time, if you want, you can just stay home. Which is the case. I've been at the office once so far this year, and it was for like yeah. three hours. Right. I think there's lo- also the whole COVID thing. So yeah, I think like because that's... of it, I think a lot of a lot more places are gonna do that. Maybe not even out of choice, because mm-hmm. a lot of employers are like, yeah, I'm not gonna. There's no fucking way. If I can do it from home, I'm doing it from home from now on. Exactly. So. Exactly. And like we've got a thing in place now where it's unless you need to be at the office to do your work, then you can come to the office. If not, they prefer you stay yep. home just in compliance with whatever regulations we have at the moment. So, mm. right. We can Probably just, better anyways. Yeah, it's better anyways. I mean, like everyone's going to get sick. It's yeah. going to happen. It's just a matter of when and yeah. mitigating as much of that as possible. Mm-hmm. But you went to the model store the other day. Yeah, I've been on my modeling that's journey. The exciting part. Right on. Um, let's, let's unpack that. You got, a, you got stories, and I'm, I'm anxious to hear said stories. Yeah, well, like, as I've been finishing up my Blackbird model, I've been wanting to paint my gun to models. I'm like, I need to get more into model making. Model making stuff, I already feel confident, like I know enough in. Like, if I'm customizing, say, a gun to model with adding extra bit of you know styrene plastic and adding little extra bits, I know what glues I need to use for styrene. I know what tapes, what knives, what sandpaper all this stuff, right? Because of mm-hmm. from Humbert's of it, right? But the stuff we, we didn't really learn too much was the painting side of it. And the painting yeah. side of it, to do it properly with models so they don't just turn out shit is very, it's just really complicated. And unfortunately, it kind of just has to be because there's so much things, especially with airbrush. There's just like a lot of things of like, okay, cleaning the parts properly so the paint will stick and you gotta put primer down first. What base of primer is it so do you need thinners and stuff thin it down to airbrush now you put in the paints on what types of paints are you using is it going to mix with the primer then you're you're gonna have to put a clear coat then you're doing with the, the decals and stuff like that and more clear coat and weathering and blah blah more clear coat and then are all those things going to react are you doing it properly <coughs> is stuff thinned out properly for an airbrush is it not is it clean the airbrush? it's it's complex right yeah so i've been trying to find answers to better wrap my head around it of doing it the proper way, right? I know either way it takes practice, but it'd be nice to go into it knowing as much as I can, right? The theory behind it. So 
the other day when Seb was over and we went to the one model shop, which we usually go to, and I was going to get paints there, and then they didn't really have kind of a lame selection, so I was like, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> which is all Tamiya stuff, but they didn't really have any good colors left, and Tamiya stuff mm-hmm. is like, I think just really pricey. For what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's always seen as one of the best, and it is, but like, there's more alternatives now that are just as good, if not better, for cheaper. It's kind of like the Copic marker situation, right? Yeah, there's more. Copic markers are so expensive, yeah. but now there's, especially even now, there's just so many more brands that have popped up as competitors that maybe you don't need to spend 8 or $9 on one no. marker. No, exactly, right? And so I was, um, I've known about... Forbes Hobbies in Cambridge for a long time. I went there, their old location with my dad years ago as, as a kid many times. But I know they'd moved, and since they'd moved, I've n- never gone there because I thought it was smaller and didn't really have a lot of stuff. But I was like, I'm going to go and check it out. It was a cool little place, and like, not the biggest model selection, the kit selection, but like every paint company, every kit paint brand they had, there is, they had. You know, it was just like shelves and racks full of all the paints. And I guess the owner there, they were super friendly. And like I was like basically the only one in the store most of the time. And so I got talking with him and he was like, he's like, oh yeah, you know, I haven't been here yet. So we're just looking around and shit. And I was like asking him, well, what like paint would he recommend and stuff? And I was like, well, you know, all the old paints I have are enamels and I'm just so done with them. Mm-hmm. I just want acrylics. He's like, yeah, he's like, there's no reason basically to use anything other than acrylic paints now he's like acrylic paints are just the best they won't kill you most of them are water-based so you don't have to have some special thinner which is also going to kill you you just water it down (laughs) you know just add water it's easy to clean the airbrush you just clean it with water um they blend nice they're all these better reasons right better color selection all that shit um so i was asking like which brand we recommend he's like oh what what uh what models like do you build and I was like, oh, Gundam models, question. actually, mostly. He's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah. And he's, and then he's like, oh, I've got a, like a perfect grade, like one of the really big Gundam models. He's like coming in next week for myself that I'm really excited about. I'm like, oh, shit, oh, you built? Himself? I was like, you built Gundam too? And this guy turns out he like competes in like model making competitions. So like building oh. models. So like on the counter, you've got models that he's been working on. He just sits there working on while he's at the place. Dude, imagine that's yeah that's awesome that's awesome awesome. i was like okay i want yeah i want to do that that's so cool um what's his name does he have a name i don't know exactly his name to be honest (gasps) fuck i'll 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 go back i'll see if i can find it online ask him out apparently imagine imagine he comes on the podcast as a guest (laughs) he was a cool guy he seemed like a pretty cool guy um i don't know much about him but but yeah it was really cool like talking to someone like because even i was saying to him i was like okay what primer, what paints, what clear coats that don't, that, you know, mix nicely with all the paint in the primer. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to use panel liner, but I've heard it destroys acrylic paint. So like what type of clear coat do I need to protect it and all this stuff? And he, and even he was saying, he was like, well, cause I was like, well, you can never find a straight answer online. He's like, dude, online's full of idiots. Most of the time, <laughs> you know, the internet's nice. crazy. He's like, and so he's showing me like, okay, well you can use this. You can use this as a substitute for clear coat like a floor polish or whatever and then he was like 
this combination is what you want. Do this. And he was showing me examples of models he had on the counter. He's like, see, this is using this instead of that. And that's what you get. What effect and everything. Um, yeah. It was nice to finally have, you know, have a conversation with someone who is teaching you it instead of trying to find the answer online. Which is always just a fucking yeah. nightmare. Most of the time. Um, unlike earlier, <coughs> just before we started, actually, I was on... I was online trying to find out, um, which was a question I was talking to Seb about the other night too. I was like, okay, putting Tamiya panel liner, which people use mm-hmm. A for Gundam for all, you know, or for for all models really, basically just yeah. a wash. It's thinned out paint, enamel paint, um, that you can use a wash to fill in all the gaps and to bring the detail out more. That's the point of it. Right, because it it creates the it's more shadow it's chatting shadow to recessed areas right so which so it adds more depth okay um which naturally brings out more details and stuff like that right um Mm -hmm. and being enamel based have alcohol in it and stuff i know that from online you can't put that directly over top of water-based acrylic paints because it'll just eat it so it's Mm -hmm. like Okay, obviously there's a clear coat stage in between that needs to go to protect it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was saying to Seb, I'm like, okay, if you had a water-based acrylic paint, then you used water-based acrylic clear coat, does the enamel still, is it still going to wreck the clear coat because it's acrylic based? Mm. But I was like, but being a clear coat, I know that's usually a bit stronger for that purpose. So I was like, and then he's like, honestly, I don't know. He's like, I'm going to, tested it soon anyways because that's what stuff he's got so i guess we'll find out for sure but i googled that and then it brought up one of the first things to come up in the search was a link to reddit and it was to r slash model making i was like okay i like this um you got to join that community i should i had a quick look at it and it was just people posting models and building i was like okay you have the reddit app yeah, I love that app. Um, it's fantastic. And I was best. And guy was asking the same thing. He was like, "Hey, you know, I'm trying to use this, and I've heard this doesn't mix well, and I, I put panel liner on this, and it ate all this, and now I don't know what the fuck to do, blah blah." blah. And then oh, this shit. guy had this really big re- reply, which was like really nicely put, and he was like talking about what this guy did and why it didn't work. Oh, cool. He was like, well, yeah, because this is enamel, it's got alcohol in it, blah, blah, you're mixing with this, it's going to eat away that, and blah, blah, this is what you need to do to restart, all this stuff. But then he, he wrote, he was like, you know, a goal for kind of people new to model making, or for painting anyways, um, what you want to do is basically build yourself based on which materials, which paints and primers and clear coats and liners and washes and everything that you're going to use find a combination of all those that work well together find out the order in which you need to place them so they don't mess it up and build that kind of recipe for yourself that you can use for every model that you paint right so without like a standard operating procedure yes without maybe with small minor tweaks but like try to stay true to it that you don't something you don't have to change abe so that Every model, you don't have to go out and buy new different types of clear coats and primers and 
waste more money on it and also so you don't mess it up and actually you know you're burning holes through plastic and destroying your paint jobs and all this stuff right because last thing you want to do is spend hours and hours and and a lot of money painting a a model beautifully and then put something enamel based on it and just eats (laughs) or erodes it all or something right could you imagine then you got to start again and without trying to damage the plastic um and then what's what do you the next thing you did really really cool which i screenshot it was this essentially like a recipe a list in order Mm. of basically what you want to do and it was like okay wash plastic parts with dish soap or alcohol then it was like use primer then it was okay use your paints then do a gloss acrylic gloss clear coat then do your decals everything then another gloss clear coat and then do all the weathering stuff the panel liners and rust and you know all the weather weathering stuff and then do a matte acrylic based matte clear coat and then there was like some other stuff that you want to do to it. And then you can do another matte clear coat at the end to seal it. And it was cool seeing like, so saying to you, sometimes on the internet, it's hard to find like a straight answer. Very hard. Especially for something as complex as that. And then to see something. And especially on Reddit. Yeah. and it, Yeah, exactly. You're always surprised when you actually have a good tip. You're like, okay, either they're Whoa. lying or like. Upvote. Upvote. So Upvote. I screenshots i was like oh my god it was so complex and he boiled it down into this is the list i've been looking for you know yeah this is your holy grail this is the list of like okay this is the order you need to follow and now i know okay i need to go buy that 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 and i can follow this order mm-hmm. um and it's like oh my god finally that's fantastic so, though to find that yeah right i think it's it's awesome i gotta go out when I went to that model shop yes uh the other day I was uh I was just having a look around and buy anything. So now now knowing what I need and having mm-hmm. a suggestion from the guy there of what brand to go with. Um oh yeah. Which he didn't recommend to me. Uh, he was just company called Vallejo. It's a Spanish oh, brand. I've never heard of them. And he was like he's like, honestly best for you doing gun me was like that's that's what I would use is use that brand. And then, um, specifically for airbrushing and for the Vallejo have a sub brand, and it's like Vallejo Mecca, and it's all colors yeah. meant for painting your meccas, which I guess they couldn't use, you know, the the copyright phrase Gundam or Gunpla or whatever, um, right? But it's for those models, so it's paints that are more like bright colors and stuff that usually oh, cool. people would use, um. So they had both there. And he was like, I would wow. I would go with these, get a primer, get an acrylic primer. He's like, always paint primer parts. Use these paints. Go get just an acrylic clear uh, clear coat. Whatever brand, doesn't matter. That's what you want to do. I was like, okay. <laughs> I really believe. interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah, it was cool. Because that's why I asked him. I was like, do you have any like preferred brands or something? And he's like, he's like honestly any brand's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, then when he asked me, because I guess I know in Warhammer a lot, there's this company called Citadel. They're yeah, I saw that in the photos. Yeah, the water-based the acrylic paints. But they're smaller jars, and it's more designed for just painting on a brush for like the, the Warhammer models. Okay. So he's like, there's that. And then he's like, there was another brand there that 
he was like, well, for like military models, people usually go with these because the color selection's more towards military stuff, like the greens, the browns, the grays, mm-hmm. blacks, and stuff like that, the dark, like earthy tones. Um, and like they do a lot of weathering stuff as well. So he's like, for you, he's like, I would go with this brand and then this sub brand of that that have like a lot of the colors that you'll probably want. And then, yeah. And then he was like, any primer, as long as it's acrylic, uh, any clear coat that's acrylic, he's like, they're all going to be just fine. Um, yeah. yeah. And then he was just saying, he's like, he's like, you get the, he's like, you want to do it right. He's like, I'm not saying that the way I paint models is the best way or the correct way, but it's worked for me. And, yeah. you know, it's, he's like, you know, it all comes down to practice anyways, but mm, he's like, true. you want to start true. off right at least, right? You know? Yeah. You always want to start off with like, not that you need the best stuff to start off with. Cause that's like a common point of paralysis well it's like in first year right and Catherine's like okay you're gonna need a few copics and then people come back with like okay you're gonna need you know if you obviously don't have the money go get cool gray one one three five seven and a black you don't need right one two three four five six you'll be fine and then like everyone would come back and then there'd be a few people come back with the full kit or people come with all these colors and you're like okay like you know you don't need good for you i got by with like at the beginning for the first two years i got by with like I think two reds, one blue, a yellow. Oh, wow. Actually, I don't even know. It was two reds. You had a green. And a, I think. Yeah, it was two reds, a green, and a blue, and like two blues or something, and then the grays. Wow. For for most of the time. Actually, that was for first year. Second year, I got some more, but. You don't need like all of them, right? It's like common, like yeah. Okay, I need to go get the best of everything, you know. If you know how to use them, then that's all, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a waste. That's right? exactly. But in in your instance, where it's you're not starting this hobby and this skill from scratch per se, mm-hmm. but you're also not coming at it from the perspective of someone who spent say ten thousand hours doing it. Mm-hmm but you're like kind of in the early you're farther along the path in it than most are who are just getting into it and you've at least you at least have the background and the conscience to know to take your time and to know to go through those steps to ultimately get the best Mm -hmm. result as opposed to like when i was doing models at like 10 11 12 years old i would just take it out of the box and i was painting everything with a with a brush from a little jar of testers paint and not cleaning anything not priming anything not even sanding part lines out yeah nothing like that because i was like i i had no idea yep i was fucking 10 11 they had a that's the paint i was using i wanted to use up for the blackbird because i had like a black matte black red and aluminum um that i had from a while back i was like i just want to use these up on the blackbird because that's all really the colors i need for it um I was like, man, these fucking enamels suck. The testers, shit. They're just old yeah. school. Like they had, you know, they had testers there at the model shop. And they had a full rack, and I'm like, and I'm like, even the jars look old school. And then they do. They really this do. This Vallejo brand, like the little bottles are like they have a little like squeezy top, so you can like oh, squirt out a bit. Nice. I was like, that's way better. Holy shit! I mean, I'll probably take the lid off and use a little uh, 
the pipette or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Turkey baster yeah, type. The thing. amount of times I had testers jars of paints like glue, not glue, but dry themselves shut. Yeah. Because there was a little paint around the the thread of the glass jar. And then that would bond with the metal of the lid. And like there's twelve year old me trying to wrench this thing out and end up throwing it across yep. the room. I'm do that it doesn't break because yep. it's thick glass, but that happened to me the other day with the black. Oh shit! And I tried to open it, and then I did the trick where you know the jar trick, trying to open a jar. You get an you elastic just... band. I've yeah, I've done the trick. That. It I've works. tried like tapping it. I've tried tapping it with the edge of a knife, like the dull edge. Yeah, of that knife. scares me sometimes. Like, That's I'm gonna fair. break this, but no, like yeah, no elastic band. I wrapped an elastic band around it, and I was just sitting here, just like screaming all the strength I had, and I finally opened it. But it was like Jesus. Ooh. Yeah. So did the elastic band make it open with without any effort, or you still? No, it's effort, but it adds grip, and I believe when you wrap elastic bands around it, it you have that extra friction of like grip. True. So it allows your hand to grip the jar better but also as you're turning it it like grips into itself and like sticks to the lid a bit more so you have a bit more of a to it a little more oomph to it you're like compounding your friction yeah i guess i think that's how it is what what it's doing sense there's definitely science to there's got to be science it definitely like sometimes like sometimes jars are stubborn but there's been times it's a bad jar and the family can't open it i'm like grab me like two elastic bands and you wrapped around and it's like done like it's sometimes it's really easy with elastic bands it's weird that was a good sound (laughs) sometimes it makes it like weirdly easy and you're like oh my god this works all of a sudden you just feel like you can grip it more you know That's pretty cool. Yeah, top tips. I guess you don't you don't need to be a muscle man to do it. You just need a just need elastic bands. You just need elastic bands. It's the uh, it's the the brains over brawn. I don't even think I own elastic bands. Yeah, I didn't have any down here. Surprisingly, I had to who, go up and did, who buys elastic bands? Like, I think you just you find them. Buy right? them? They just find or them. Or do you just you just accumulate you, them? Yeah, by like buying stuff and you take them off and then you just put them in a little box somewhere and you're like. Okay, over six years, exactly. you've accumulated four random elastic bands. Did that once <laughs> with a watermelon? You know the thing that you do oh, with yeah, watermelons yeah. where you wrap it in elastic bands. That was pretty fun. Took I haven't like done that person. Elastic bands. Fun, it is pretty fun. Um, makes a hell of a mess. Yeah, yeah, I could see it's that. The messiest thing. I could see that. Uh, it was close. I, I want to say like six hundred elastic bands. I think. And you can hear it like the the watermelon like kind of starts to crack, and it's like just oh that's cool, kind of like when ice cracks on a lake, and then all of a sudden boom, explodes and shoots everywhere. It's pretty cool. It wasn't a big watermelon though. Okay. And then it's kind of like oh no, now it's a waste of a yeah. Now we have to like probably expensive watermelon. Scoop up all this mushy watermelon inside. Yeah, honestly, I love I love watermelon. Watermelon's unreal. Watermelon's the best. If you also like watermelon, send us an email to hiatbigdesigncompany.com or visit the website at www.bigdesigncompany.com. And if you really, really, really like watermelon, you can send an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. And Zach Watts. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? The process underscore underscore podcast. Nice.
That was beautiful. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Now I want to make models. Right? It's amped. addicting. Oh. Oh. <sighs> that was like when Seb was over and I was like, he was, uh, I was like, see, we just need to like, he was talking about how people build and sell Gundam models. Like people do that. They build them and like paint oh. them, customize them, then sell them for way too, like insane amounts of money. People yeah. who I guess want to collect them but don't want to build them or don't have the abilities to. That's fair. That's fair. And like, I was like, that's what we need to do. Let's do a YouTube channel. We build them and then we set them off. And it's like, yeah, like, yeah, see, that's all we need to do. And that's all we need like to the do. The idea of making so models for like money is like, oh, that's pretty But cool. also, I feel like it'd be a attached. I'd be like, no, I want to keep yeah. this one though. And especially if you can get the job at Zortis, I think the name is. Yes. Zortis X, 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 Ortis or whatever mm-hmm. it is. That's probably going to add to your skill set of model making. Oh, it definitely would be because that's what I'm doing, right? So it's yes, like yeah. it's just more practice doing uh, those skills, right? That's good. I do have some and puts me in the mood to do it. Imagine you like bring your Gundam kit there and you're working on it at like the end of the day. <laughs> That'd be pretty and interesting. You, it's just like the vision of you like pulling a late night getting the models done. That's a vision. And after hours that's taking a, a picture of the Gundam in like this parking lot of a giant apartment building complex model <laughs> just the that's just hilarious. the company <laughs> that'd be funny it's like what how did this get up and you forget about it and then someone comes in the next day <laughs> just sitting on top that's, like, what the fuck? i don't think that's part of the model it's like no but it is now that's stoked i'm super excited keep me posted yep. as to when you hear from them and uh yeah ladies and gentlemen we'll see you tomorrow peace the process